0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Calagieri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sappio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community.
1: Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri. In studio with Roger Weiss and Derek Wengler from the Niagara Gazette. Frank Wolf has daddy duty. He is off today. Happy birthday to his son, that's what he is going on. He gets to do all that fun stuff that you do for your kid's birthday. Morning, guys. Morning, y'all. Good morning. <laughs> I am kind of awake, and I do emphasize kind of. I didn't get to sleep last night, Raj. Uh We were invited to, uh, and thanks to Frank Wolf, Wolf Agency, for inviting us to Bison's Game Friday Night Bash last night. We had a uh, private suite. That was neat. I had never done that before. Uh, Brought my son, a guy I'm coaching with, Chuck Fink, and his son, Jonathan. And we had such a great time. Roger, uh, you and Diana were there. Uh, The Huffords were there. Uh, Kevin and Missy. Just a great time.
0: I guess about the only thing that was wrong is Nicholas didn't get enough to eat. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) He never stopped. (laughs) Once the food was put out, he was like a chipper shredder. I I only had a hot dog in a few wings. I was...
0: You left me speechless momentarily last night. How's that? You said you couldn't eat anymore. I'm thinking, who is that guy? Who kidnapped Tony and uh, is <laughs> impo- the imposter? That couldn't have been Tony that said that.
1: <laughs> yeah, for some reason I didn't have an appetite, so uh, just a hot dog and a couple of wings, but it was good. It was a very enjoyable. The fireworks were amazing. Wow, they put and a perfect on a great night show. Too.
0: You know, it wasn't muggy. It was just you know t-shirt and. Cutoffs it doesn't get any better than that. Tony Friday must have loved
2: that the, the the Rail Riders won, huh? <laughs>
1: well, what was neat is, uh, well, first of all, they had, uh, I guess, the Yankees had brought up a couple of young prospects yeah, right. that are, they just, they just are really looking guys. good. Yeah, and uh, they hit the ball well. They they uh, played a good game. They won eight to one. Was uh yeah, it was, it was eight to
0: one. to one. The score was uh, four to one, then five to one with two runners on. And I don't know if there was one out or two out, but this guy comes up and, oh, let's see, struck out in the second, struck out in the fourth, struck out in the sixth. No problem. Bob, boom. Three-run homer. As Joe Garagiola would say, that would have been out been out of every park but Yellowstone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you know, I, every time I go to a game, I don't see home runs. This is one of the few times I'd actually get to witness a home yeah. run. And uh, I was like, Wow. It was great, and fun. two games in a row that I that I was able to watch ex Red Sox players. Uh, Saltyamakia was playing uh, last night uh, for the Bisons, gotcha. and he was with uh, Boston. Right, what was right. it two years ago?
2: Two or three? Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, I think the time before that, I saw Felix Durabrant, uh pitching for Boston, the pitcher, yeah. and then I mean for the Bisons, And like, okay, now I know why
0: Boston let him go.
1: <laughs> he was <laughs> Whatever terrible. Whatever happened to names like
0: Williams and Yastrzemski and Ortiz? Saltamacchia? Wow, that's, a, that's mouthful. a mouthful. That one's a mouthful. That's for sure. They echoed in unison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a it was a great night, and uh, you know we had a lot of fun. Uh, Chuck Fink and I spent most of the night talking football. We, you know, our season's starting up. No, I know what a shock our that season is. is starting up in, in a little bit over a month, and uh, I'm defensive coordinator this year. He's head coach, so we're kind of exchanging ideas. And you guys what we don't go to do.
0: church at the same time, do you? No, I no. hate to see interrupting while uh the father's trying to give a sermon you guys are talking about you know what defense are we going to use against this team and all
1: that hang on father we're going over the yeah. blitz package right now this is kind of important <laughs> <laughs> do you have a whiteboard
2: i could use you real can, quick? maybe you can work that into his homily
1: yeah <clears throat> oh by the way uh registration is open like this segue uh for little league football from, uh at our our park if you go to nfjfc.com to get you the website and uh it pretty much guides you along to registering so if you have uh, have a kid that wants to play football wants to play on my team if he is already 10 years old 11 or 12 after August 1st he would play for the Cobras which Chuck and I are coaching so uh if you're interested uh, you know get on there now don't wait as the uh, rosters fill up fast we start practice july 31st and just like that the season is upon us
0: What okay what do you use for a theme song
1: what do you mean a theme song you know
0: like to get them pumped up when the fans pumped up when the game's about to start
1: they play some music uh, it's usually at the discretion of bill cassell
0: well no i was just wondering what a good one for your team would be hey little cobra don't you know we're gonna shut you down
1: Okay. Yeah, that would be a good one like to use. like that one, huh? I like that. I'm going to keep that in mind. Of course, none of the kids will, n- will know or be familiar with it.
0: Hey, you
1: know, it's for
0: the parents and all that.
1: <laughs> you know, it was funny, last night they played Crazy Train uh, over this the speakers. Now, Nick, you know, he's not... From that familiar with Ozzy, but he he knew it from playing it in his school band. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: I was like, yeah, go Nick. Yeah, so funny. yeah, get on that website nfjfc.com and sign up. Eo Raj, we uh, was also part of the night talking with uh, Kevin and Missy Hofford about softball. You know, and, uh, some of the different things that, uh, they're doing, softball central, what he has going on and talking about its just,
0: yeah, Roger Sport in the shirt right yep, he's now. got the shirt on. <laughs> Great job. Tony, say that a little louder because from what I understand, Kenny, uh, Kevin's playing the, uh, radio show at Sunshine Park during the tournament over some kind of a loudspeaker. So yeah,
1: he said he was going to tow a speaker around on a, on a tractor or something like that. Uh, but you no, know, it was a great time talking softball and uh, you guys were going over some of your thoughts and that's what we're going to do today. Uh, your opinion, uh, you and Derek. You know, pick both of your minds of who were the all stars this year in softball. We had a lot of great players. We had uh, some teams go very far. Uh, last week, uh, you spent uh, uh, the afternoon or the weekend uh, covering it. No, all day
0: Saturday. Uh, First of all, tell us
1: about the games, Raj.
0: Well, uh, North Collins got beat uh, 7 to nothing in their semi. They lost their semi to Pew and, uh, Ken, uh, excuse me, Williamsville East 1. Uh, I really think, uh, North Collins lost to a better team. Final score was seven to nothing. It probably should have been four to nothing. I think coach Jan Warren would like to have one decision he made called back and do it again. Uh, Paige McCormick, uh, it, undisputably, in my opinion, the best female athlete in New York State the last couple of years. She's going to UMass to play basketball. Uh, she was up in about the fourth inning, I believe. Runners on second and third, two outs. First base is open. Uh, they decided not to intentionally walk her. Well, she hit a foul ball that would have been like Garagiola says, out of every park but Yellowstone, and uh, they got away with it. Well, two pitches later, she hit one just as far to center field. Instead of two to nothing, it's five to nothing, and for all practical purposes, that game was over. Uh... Will East had a pretty easy time in the semi. They won seven to three uh DePue, a little tougher time, one to nothing they won uh in fact uh five out of the ten games, including four out of the final five final games final score was one to nothing Wow, that's close five have to nothing Must have been games. great pitching out there yes, uh. I would probably get to it later. I'll mention this one young lady that catches for, uh, Depew. Her name is, uh, Juliana Soselsky. She's the catcher. Now, I know when you think of catcher, you probably don't think of somebody of her size. She's a lot closer to the Olsen twins than she is Melissa McCarthy. And it was a controversial call where she was involved with home plate that the, uh, team that beat, uh, Depew scored their only run of the game. Uh, like I say, if this girl puts her equipment on, her weight doubles. That's, <laughs> wow. that's how big she is. and She's right, right. the catcher, right? Uh-huh. On the winning run, she got called for obstruction. How does somebody that size get called for obstruction? You know, just the uh, breeze from the runner running in would probably push her back away from home plate. It's tough. So to throw beater, call. umpire called obstruction. Fortunately for me, or unfortunately, depending on your point of view. I did not catch the obstruction call. I did not find that out till well after the game when I asked Dennis Sorrow, was she out or safe? He says it was a terrible call. I'd have probably lost it. I'd have probably kept yelling, hey, Blue, how do you spell obstruction? It was that Oh, when I heard that, I you know, you don't mind getting beat. You hate to lose games in scenarios like that. Right. And, uh, well, hey, I know that's softball, baseball, whatever you want to call it. But uh, hats off to, in spite of that, to uh, Juliana Soselsky from DePew. She had to take over in the playoffs. Uh, uh, their catcher for the last two years left the team after the first playoff game for personal reasons. I guess she had issues at home, and she just... Oh, man. And that's a shame. I don't know, you know... They didn't. They certainly weren't hurting at catching. And uh, Juliana in the uh, uh, what was it? The fine uh, the crossover game, I guess, with Medina when they won five to two. Two of the three runs Carson Cotton came uh, gave up in the whole playoffs from the quarterfinals on, which entails seven games, were by Medina. Juliana had uh, three RBIs in that game and was the difference of that game. So they weren't hurting by her catching. They weren't hurting by her. Uh, you know, at bat, I don't know if Abby, Abby Thomasick would have made a difference. One to nothing game, everyone's going to say, gee, if we had Abby, but I don't think so. But I just thought I'd mention that. I hope everything works out for her because the last two years, I thought she was one of the unsung heroes at the pew.
1: Yeah, uh, my best to her, and uh, hopefully everything works out uh let's get into a little bit of softball all-stars obviously we had uh... i got
0: a couple things for news and notes before we oh okay i'm sorry yeah Yeah. oh Uh, by the
1: way congratulations to lg castillo from lancaster he was drafted what by the brewers the brewers yes yeah that's pretty cool yeah
0: gee we could go up to beer town and watch him play (laughs) (laughs) uh one of the regrets i had about not being here last week i would have loved to have been in the studio with coach feller oh it was fun uh I will touch base on him because he's going to be involved in the Lions Club game. That's his last, quote, duty as far as a high school coach is concerned. So I will touch base with him. If you recall, a few weeks ago uh, I talked about a few of the uh, scholar athletes that were also either uh, valedictorian or salutatorian of their respective classes and all that. One more to add. He would actually be third highest in his class, and I have to give him a shout because he's from my home school district. And that's uh Nicholas Rushek, who runs indoor and outdoor uh track at Hamburg High School for the Bulldogs. And uh <laughs> uh third in his class. So I guess you call him runner up Dorian, But I uh, thought it would I'd be remiss if I didn't give him a shout. And uh congratulations to Danielle Ori, uh the uh Cross country and track runner from uh, Narden Academy, along with her sister Gabrielle, she finished eighth in a some kind of a elite mile run in North Carolina this week from uh, girls from all over. I don't know what's so good about the th- uh, what she ran. They said uh, she ran a mile in four fifty seven. I can run a mile in four hours and 57 minutes. What's so good about that?
1: I could do it in four days.
0: Four days and 57 hours. Yeah. Right? Now, congratulations. Uh, and I want to give a congratulations to our uh, you know, high school coach, uh, Rick Scribuja, uh, wherever he coaches, he did it at Olmstead a few years back and now he's doing it at uh, Narden Academy. Aubrey, I think this one you let get away that you shouldn't have. So congratulations to, uh, Danielle, I hope I said Danielle and not Gabrielle, her twin sister, who she's going to run in a two-mile event today, her twin sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, again, congratulations to Coach Graboa.
1: And, by the way, uh, best of luck to everybody who has final exams coming up this week.
0: Aren't the Regents over now?
1: I don't know. I, I, I'm well, assuming that they have. Uh,
0: graduating my... Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. i got to believe the Regents are over.
1: Oh, Okay. I didn't know if they still had because I know my kids have school all the way up till
0: Thursday.
2: I can always remember it wrapping up, you know, like in the teens, whatever. So I, I would think that they would have school next week, for a couple of exams to wrap I up. I remember but maybe that not.
0: many years ago. It was Monday, the 22nd, that we graduated.
1: Yeah, when, wow. when uh, Roger took the test, they had a chisel, a hammer, and a right. uh, stone tablet. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roger remembers that fondly.
0: <laughs> so whoever I was good with the ball peen hammer, they were the uh, valedictorians.
1: Chick, 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 chick. I will not. Chick, 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 chick. Talk in class. (laughs) Yeah, you had to write that 100 times. (laughs) That was tiring. All right. Are are you good for news and notes now, buddy? Yes. All right. Let's get into talking all stars. As I said, great year uh, for Monsignor Martin and Section 6. Uh, You know, whenever anybody picks any kind of all star team, it's a difficult task. Uh, You you have so many good players, worthy players. And like Kevin uh, was spelling out last night, you know, he's, he's going through stats and this and that and then well this coach is trying to push this player and you know Raj I agree with your philosophy that uh, coaches should pick opponents and not their own Maybe, number one you would shorten the meetings down by a lot because everybody's lobbying for their own player
0: yeah I would also add, even to add to that to amplify that it is my understanding they had a meeting earlier this week for all Western New York this is now this is not voted by the news it's voted by The coaches coaches and whoever. Allegedly, uh, the girl who was named Monsignor Martin Player of the Year this year was left off because one of the coaches from another school at Monsignor Martin went to that meeting and put his player in for All-Western New York. I'm not going to mention schools. No, don't. I'm not going to mention names. Uh, And I don't know what, if anything, Pete Snyder could do on something about that. But, you know, I know after what happened to Brian Kiszewski, I don't know how much Pete Snyder's hands are tied on something like that. But I wish there was some way they could step in and put a stop to all of it. I think
1: just, just the way we said it, you know, pick your opponents and uh, stop lobbying for your own players. I think that would go a long way in solving it.
0: Because it seems to be just about every sport, you know, you might have the top two or three that's consensus. Everybody... And their mother would say, Yeah, those three are all Western New York. After that, 50% or more of the coaches are sure that their player is the fourth quarter.
1: Well, best it's in just, Western it becomes opinion. It's not necessarily based on stats anymore.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you see your own girls more than anybody else, obviously. I mean, you, and you've probably been playing with them or coaching them for a couple of years, so you want them to get the accolades. I mean, you can't blame the coaches. But, sure, and it makes but, you but, look but, better hey, as a coach. Right, but, you know, it's a, but, you know like I said, it's, uh, you know, just to kind of make the process. You know, uh, uh, easier going, and uh, you know, then you're, you're you're giving some props to the to the other players in the, in the league. That's you know, I think that's a good, good idea.
0: My personal opinion: every coach should submit an all opponent team, and then you compile, uh, put them all together, and compile, and whichever one has the uh, most players on their all opponent, or which players on most coaches' all opponent team, and those are the ones that should be getting the accolades.
1: But it is what it is, so we have to go with uh, what's out there. And uh, basically, I mean, you cover, you guys cover a lot, and you know, you see probably more softball than anybody else in uh, Western New York. Uh, so these are based on what you've seen through the year. You have no axe to grind with anybody, uh, so uh, you know. Uh, Biggest I problem trust-
0: I have: there's a few favorites that I've gotten fond of and all that and i gotta try to maintain my uh, objectivity and all that that's difficult uh
1: yeah but you're you're, you're you know you're, you've you been around long enough to know how to separate it so yeah i trust Plus, i have
0: parameters which i stick to as well again i do not care whether you're a senior high school senior or you're in kindergarten if you're the best player ooh, my daughter's got a shot next year yes <laughs> uh I don't care what you do in travel ball. I don't care what you did a year ago in high school, and I do not care where you're going to college. I'm interested in what you did with your high school team between, I don't know what, April Fool's Day and Flag Day. I guess that would be the both parameters of yeah, the season. Right. Anything else should not apply. And I, have, I vote heavily for players on teams. The farther they go, the better. So obviously this year... Will East, Depew, and North Collins are going to be more of an advantage than some of the others.
1: Sure. All right, well, let's take a break. When we come back from the break, uh, we'll get into uh, your first team All-Stars, second team, and, you know, and uh, your thoughts on these individual players. So we'll have more from uh, Derek and Roger. When we come back from the break, you're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri along with Roger Weiss and Derek Wangler. Uh, Frank Wolf has uh, daddy duty, so he's off today. He will we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about softball all-stars. These guys have seen a lot of, a lot of games this past season and know these uh, teams inside and out. So, I don't know, guys, start throwing out some names and, uh,
0: and, and why you selected them. All right, I'm gonna start out by uh, throwing out some names and why uh that I did not select. The reason being everyone's gonna say you overlooked this person, you overlook this person. They were all Western New York a year ago. So do you just so, so you people listening realize it was not an oversight. I will at least recognize that a year ago. Hannah Seibert from Fredonia, Rachel, uh Perelstein from uh Narden, Abby Stone from Akron Jenna Rue from Leuport. New Leuport. Heather Haberman from Hamburg. She was injured uh, late in the basketball season. Didn't play an inning this year. She is going to Niagara. Uh, Abby uh, Nicometti from uh, Depew. Maddie Stewart from Orchard Park. And last year's Player of the Year, Carrie Paradowski from Lancaster. Uh, the reason I say, Kara, people are going to say, what? In the games that I went to, and from the capsules I read in uh, Buffalo News, uh, there were at least three players on that Lancaster team that uh, seemed to be more prevalent than her, which is why I left her off. But I wanted to at least give them a shout. Okay. Player of the Year is a no-brainer. Carson Cotton from Depew. Uh, Like I say, uh, I think she gave up three runs in seven postseason games. So even if you think she had a cushy schedule on the way to the playoffs, once it got down, yeah, the quarterfinals was probably a cushy game. But after that, Alden, Medina, the uh, Far West Regional, and uh, two games uh, last weekend at Moreau Park. Like I say, she gave up three runs. Two of them were to Medina. Hats off to Medina for scoring twice didn't on you, her. Didn't you
2: throw a no-hitter in the semifinal?
0: Yes, she did. <laughs>
2: Wow. State semifinal. And I think that team was undefeated. It was the yes. number one seed. Yes. Yeah, that's she's, serious. She's uh, going to Niagara University she next year, she Carson just,
0: Cotton. She just had a good old time. Yeah, I guess so. Looks so relaxed out there. I was so impressed with her. Uh in fact, that's why I'm wearing this hat. This is not for the Kansas City Royals. This is for Carson Casey, Cotton. KC <laughs> Carson Cotton.
2: I like that. <laughs>
0: uh yeah runner up for player of the year in my opinion would be uh, uh Emily Nicoja from Will North. Uh I think she was uh she had an owie or something earlier in the year wasn't be able to start. Uh don't hold me to that, but I heard that it took her a while to get into playing shape because of some restriction. I don't know what it was. I meant to discuss it with coach Switzer and I never got around to it. Uh in the playoffs, she knocked off Lancaster and she knocked off Orchard Park. And believe me, I thought the winner of the Lancaster-Orchard Park game was going to win the state championship. She hit. She was their best hitter. She was obviously their best pitcher. She would have been, if Carson Cotton wasn't around, in my opinion, she would have been player of the year.
1: Yeah, that's saying something.
0: Uh, the rest of the names... uh, Aaron Hufford from uh St. Mary's of Lancaster. And you're player, not saying that because we hung out with her mom and dad. Player of the year in Monsignor Martin. Uh she pitched and plays center field. She's their leadoff hitter. She does it all. And oh, by the way, uh she also qualified for the Catholic school's uh state track championship. So. That
1: has nothing to do with it.
0: No, nothing to do with it, but I just thought right. I'd throw that in there. You get her on first base, it's a triple because she'll steal second and third. 50-yard dash was one of her uh, events in the uh, state track championship. She'll slap the ball. And even when she has an off game, she had a relatively off game for about four innings in the uh, uh, Monsignor Martin championship game. But I think she turned the game around early with a throw threw out a runner at home plate, threw a strike after a ball went through the Likes of the second baseman and all that. In fact, I even asked uh, Kevin, uh, was that a design play to let the ball go through so they get the runner to try to score and then Aaron throws her out. There was argument between the coaches as to whether or not that was a design play. Uh, But they got the key hit when the game was still in doubt. Key hit in the seventh inning that uh, opened up the floodgates for uh, St. Mary's and Pretty much uh that was uh Mount Mercy's undoing in that game. Annalise Kelly from uh West Seneca East. Uh I thought that they would be playing the championship game. I was looking forward to West Seneca East versus Will East for the Class A championship. Well, uh, Will South's Katie Quagliana had something to say about that. She shut out Will East in the semifinal game. East. So uh, But Annalise Kelly, I thought, and she's only a junior. She's coming back. I'm looking, projecting. Well, there's too much. I shouldn't say that. But leading candidate for player of the year a year from now. Allie Haskell down in Class D, uh, Franklinville. I don't know. Seems like you've been talking about her for a long
1: time. <laughs> well, she's
0: only a junior, and this is about her fifth year pitching. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I've been talking been about her forever. for a long time. You know, <laughs> I keep uh, – Tell them the coaches they play against. You better check her birth certificate. She's been playing for so long. She can't, she's got to be 23 years old. She's really 30. (laughs) Uh, Team wasn't as successful. And uh, this one might be for Markell as well, but Taylor Betts from Cleveland Hill. I don't know how Cleveland Hill would have been around without her. She was in literally every game. And also one of my uh, conditions on picking these teams, I try to pick at least two from each class. I mean, you know, the second player from Class C might not be as good as three or four players that were, you know, not on my list and all that. Nonetheless, I feel all the classes should be represented. And if there was a Class C player of the year, it would be Taylor Betts. Now it gets tough because I got to pick somebody from uh, Will East. And that's a good trick if you can do it. So I picked three. Just
1: close your eyes and put your hand in the hat and pick out a name. And Will
0: East you could probably yeah. get away with it and you know be better than 50-50 if not you know, being wrong. But I picked Jessica Weaver because she's their pitcher. Christy Mack, who's – got to see her between shortstop and batting. She's unbelievable. And Sam Crane, their center fielder. These were the – and I'm sorry for the other three or four that I could have named. They, they were are, that loaded. They are loaded. They're the real deal. Anything less than state championship, probably a disappointment. But they made it to the final game this year, and they have enough of a you know core returning that they could go a long way next year. I, again, I'm looking forward to West Seneca East and Will East a year from now, assuming they're still in the same class. Uh, I had to pick somebody from Orchard Park. I wasn't sure. Maddie Stewart a year ago. I picked Alex Sheehy. I had, you know, questions on Alex only because they have so many players there that Alex is strictly a uh, designated hitter. But, boy, can she hit. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's good enough. She could play a field position on most teams. But they have enough talent there where they use flex player uh She just doesn't bat. She bats, you know, the pitcher pitches, doesn't bat. She bats and doesn't play the field, and they're solid at every position. Uh, Again, they lost the section championship to Will North, which only amplifies more about what Emily Nicosia did at Will North. Uh, Emily Kams from Medina made it to the final game, another Class B player, uh, they lost two to no, I'm s- five to two to Carson Cotton. Other than that, but getting there, they had to knock off uh, Hannah Seibert and the Fredonia Lady Bulldog. Uh, not bulldogs, Hillbillies. Call, uh, Lady Hillbillies. Thank you. Uh, I thought I had to pick another person from DePew 'cause because they made it to the state final. I'll probably hear about it picking the wrong one, but the one I seemed. Uh, uh see and all and a lot of the uh capsules in the Buffalo News was Jordan Pettick. so I picked her. I could have picked uh uh Oh come on. <laughs> DePiro, the first baseman. Again, we talked about Abby Thomasick earlier. Uh but I just again I may be wrong on that, but uh she seemed to uh hit well in a lot of games. Her name was in the news quite a bit. You know, I'm going through the capsules. I've seen a lot of games, but there was a lot of times I didn't see the games, obviously. You know, we have 100 games and only 100 days. Uh, Moving right along. uh, Lancaster, like I said, I picked Jenna Patterson, their pitcher. Again, I could have pulled names out of the hat on that one. The reason I may have left off Kara Paradowski that I alluded to earlier, the games I was at, the ones that really impressed me, and these are honorable mentions now uh, for Lancaster, uh, their first baseman, Aaron Colucci, and their catcher, Olivia Kincannon. They had great games, at least the games that I were there. They bat fourth and fifth in the lineup, so I assume they've been doing it all year. Maybe I'm out of line for assuming, but I was very impressed with them, too, at the games that I was at. Uh, hey, Ellie Haskell, i got to mention, Sid Culligan, the pitcher for Portville, took Portville to the C2 uh, C- championship, and they won the crossover game against Chautauqua Lake. That's my other player from Class C, along with the aforementioned uh, Taylor uh, Betts. We mentioned Kay Carson and Pettick, uh, Emily Cams from Medina, uh, Brooke Strausbach from Alden. She was, I don't know where that team would be without her. Again, they went to this section final, and they lost to Depew. What a surprise that was. Alden and Depew in the sectional final. And, uh... Finally, one more name, and this was a tough one, trying to get another person from Monsignor Martin. But I picked uh ninth grader from Sacred Heart, the catcher, Gianna Fazzalari. This one you're gonna hear that name. Keep that name in mind. This girl can downright hit, and she's a good defensive catcher as well. Other honorable mentions uh from uh Monsignor Martin Mackenzie Soto the pitcher Sudo, excuse me, the pitcher from uh Saint Mary's uh Laura Gregory pitcher from uh Mount Mercy, Megan Kite pitcher from Nichols, and uh, Emily Tratman uh pitcher from Mount St. Mary's. I mentioned Annie Depiro, Sydney Burke from Southwestern, her name was in a lot of the capsules. So again, this, these are honorable mentions now. Destiny uh Setkowski, also from Medina. She was their uh batting uh leader uh Gotta give a shout to uh an eighth grader from Eden, Marissa Calloway. That's another name. Keep that name on uh your back burner. You're gonna hear a lot. This is already her second year in varsity, and she's only in eighth grade. Eden, next few years is probably my one of my teams to watch. For state for state champion. Uh I wanna give a shout. I don't know how well she did. All through the year, but I'm going to give a shout to Alyssa Ramarge from Olean when they played in the uh, Class A crossover game against Will East. The score was 0 0 after nine innings against Will East. Whoa. That's a good trick if you could do it. Sure. I don't know what kind of year she had, but that in and of itself is worth at least a mention. Katie Quagliana, I mentioned earlier. uh, This one, and this blew me away. I saw this in the Amherst Bee last week. Will South has a girl named Leah Zervinsky. She just completed her high school career with a 48-game hitting streak. Talk about one of the best-kept secrets in western New York. I'm reading this, and I'm thinking... You know, I know I need cataract surgery, but am I blurring this? Am I uh, dreaming it? Something like best ever in New York, in uh, Western New York and uh, third or fourth best in New York State yeah, ever. I mean, and again, that's kind of a record. best kept wow. secret.
2: That's that's incredible. Have you heard of her? That's I incredible. haven't. Uh,
0: again, that's so I at least had to mention her name, uh, Anthony. I think that's everybody. And again, I know I left people off.
1: Well, we're going to go to Derek. uh, I'll try to help you out. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: Derek's going to fill in the uh, what he has. Please do (laughs) on the other side of the break. All right, one more segment of Inside High School Sports, and then uh, Sports Talk Saturday with Sal Capaccio at eleven o'clock. A lot going on. Bills uh, training uh, training camp just around the corner. They just wrapped up. uh, Mini camp uh, is wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's just all uh, it's all coming by so fast. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio. we're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. We're talking softball all-stars. All right, Derek, Rogers laid out uh, his opinion. Uh, let's have it uh, from your perspective.
2: All right, yeah. yeah you know, i got a lot of Niagara, Niagara area players here to, uh, you know, to recognize. Uh, you know, I like to do, um, you know, kind of an in- all-area thing where we, you know, I do most of the uh, – NFL teams and uh, Starpoint Wilson. Try to get all of them into there. Um, like to pick three pitchers, the full infield, um, five outfielders, a DH, and then I get honorable mentions after that. The DH, I kind of, I kind of pushed in because I was like, okay, there's this person has to be on it, so that's a that's a, a flex position for me. So mm-hmm. it, it helps out. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, just the the, the pitchers, uh, Mackenzie Quieter from Niagara Wheatfield, um, her and Madison Quitchoff. Uh, Switched off, you know, a bit uh, bit this year. But uh, Mackenzie, you know, in my eyes, she was the. uh, uh, Is she uh, related to Jim Quichoff
0: by any
1: chance?
2: I don't know. Former assistant UB coach. Maddie
0: was the one. uh, You know, I said during the break, uh, she seemed she was very successful in the game she played, and I didn't pay that much attention to whether it was a weak team or a strong team. Quitter probably got the circle against most of the good teams. Yeah, so, I Quider, apologize Quider for was, that.
2: was was in the circle for uh uh you know for the Orchard Park game and she didn't pitch bad. Orchard Park is just a really good team like you know it just I mean they just know what to do. There's with not the ball. A, week lo- a week out in the right. Orchard yeah, Park. Right. Yeah, no, lineup. that was um uh so you know definitely uh you know McKenzie uh deserves a uh, a look here, um, Riley Crum from from Lewis and Porter, uh, and I mean her batting stats were incredible as well. So it's quite a quite a hit really well too. But uh, Riley Crum, uh, you know, I was looking at the numbers that uh, Coach Chris him the other day. Riley Crum in some in some categories can make you, you can make an argument. She, she was actually a better hitter than Jenna Rue from Leuport uh, this year, and Jenna Rue the catcher uh, uh, from Leuport um, was all Western incredible year incredible player. Uh, she's she's really just a great player. Um, Emma Richard, uh, the pitcher from Grand Island. Uh, you know, it's another pitcher that, uh, and, and again, she's you know the four batter for for Grand Island. Uh, you know, many games this year uh, that that Grand Island won. It was you know definitely Emma Richard uh, had a, had a large oh. hand in that. Uh, Vincentette Lagamba, one of my favorite names from Niagara <laughs> Falls. Uh, you know the Lagamba uh, la 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 goes La Bamba. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so she had uh, uh, she had like she had two home runs in uh, uh, I think it was a win over. Clarence in the uh in the, in the first round of the playoffs I think that Niagara Falls beat Clarence it was um and she had like two home runs in that game uh you know great player for, for Niagara Falls uh then I got uh, Madison Clodonis, uh you know from Niagara weedfield like you mentioned she uh, uh she had another great year uh, great player um uh, Aviana Peterson from Niagara Falls um you know she had uh, I think she had like four thirty eight this year. Uh, you know, with, with somewhere around 20 RBIs, uh, Maggie Wechter from Leuport. Uh, she's just a, either an eighth grader or a freshman. I think she's a freshman this year. Uh, and she made the switch from right fielder to shortstop this year. Uh, so, uh, she, and she, she played really well at shortstop for, for Leuport this year. And Leuport, uh, was the, uh, you're going to hear a lot of Leuport on this list because they were the NFL champions, um. And uh, Niagara Wheatfield as well. You're going to hear a lot of them because they went all the way to the Class Double A. Uh, they went for the furthest in, in, in Class Double A. Went to the semifinals, and uh, you know they were second in the league. I think they, I believe Wheatfield and Kenmore West tied. Um, oh, and, I'm glad uh, you said Ken and Kenmore West, West. I wanted to bring that up for you. Dennis yeah. would
1: have beat you upside your head, Rog, if you. had Well, no, Ken not Morris. only
0: that, uh, Abby Borkowski. I, I, she's on my list. I just overlooked her. Abby Borkowski, the pitcher for. Uh, kenmore west and their best hitter what cleanup hitter or third or fourth batter? Yeah. yeah she's a uh, great,
2: great player uh yeah so then uh the the third baseman for me uh mackenzie franks uh from niagara wheatfield uh, i really like her game she's got a great swing uh middle of the order bat and like and i mean in that uh in that orchard park game playing third base i mean she was like standing like on top of the Orchard Park batters, like when they were, I mean, just no fear for her at at that third base. She's Did she just, wear a
0: mask? I hope.
2: No, I mean, she's just she. she Ranger. Looks, she's she's a uh, special uh, forces, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, she's uh, she, she's a great player, and uh, she's only a sophomore. She's a four year player uh, already as as a sophomore, so she's going to be a great player for a couple more years for Niagara Wheatfield. Uh, Emma Wechter. Uh, Maggie's older sister uh, for, for Luport. She's a speedy outfielder, uh, leadoff batter for Luport. Uh, you know, great player for them. And then uh, Madison Evarts is another four year sophomore, uh, four year player who was a sophomore for Niagara Wheatfield. Uh, she played outfield, she played second base. Uh, Coach Jim Profrock couldn't say enough good things about her. She had 28 hits this year. Uh, you know, he said that that he felt that she was uh, their best player uh, at Niagara Wheatfield. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I saw her throw out uh, a girl at home in, uh, uh, from center field. Just an absolute strike um, in the, uh, uh, I think it was a quarterfinal game. I think it was a double-A quarterfinal uh, against Frontier. Um, so, I mean, she can do it all. She really can. And she's she's speedy. I think she had 21 stolen bases this year. She only got caught once. Uh, and a really impressive thing, she didn't strike out all year long. Not once. It's a good <clears>
0: trick if you can um, do it.
2: Yeah. So she was a great player. Uh, and she was all, she was all Western new york that was uh she was she was probably her and uh, Riley Crum were battling out i i i had i was between the two of them for my player of the year and i actually ended up uh going with Riley Crum uh, from Loopord she uh, you know a great pitcher and uh, and her batting stats like i mentioned uh you know i think that uh Riley was very 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 valuable uh to Loopord and Chris Dana coach Chris Dana from Loopord echoed that by saying that Without without Riley, we probably don't win more than five games, and they were the NFL champions, so uh, that's saying something. Uh, okay, moving right along, we got uh, Ariana Welch from Niagara Falls uh, in the outfield. Kelsey Harrigan from Grand Island, uh, going to Niagara University next year. She's she was a leadoff batter for for Grand Island, and uh, that they, they're going to miss her a lot. She was a great player for them for a couple of years. Megan Weber from Star Point, um, and uh, Jenna Capolino from Star Point. These two are. Really good bats in the middle of the order uh, for for Star Point. They were great players, and uh, you know helped them uh, almost help them get by uh, who would have been uh, Amherst in the first round of the of the Class A uh, A one uh, playoffs and uh, A two. A2. They're A they A two, yeah. Um, so th- that was uh, I watched both of them hit uh, hit back to back triples. They traded places with each other in, <laughs> in that game. Uh, they're you know, they can both mash. Um and then uh you know, some honorable mentions. Uh I, I talked to uh, the coach in Niagara Catholic and uh he mentioned Danielle Boss. Uh Niagara Catholics, you know, they, they, they they're uh overmatched in the uh, in the MMA sometimes, but uh, I definitely wanted to get somebody in there. She you know, uh coach it was actually uh, her father coach Kevin Boss said, you know, Danielle is a uh, uh you know, great shortstop for the this year, made some great plays there, so I wanted to mention her. <clears throat> um and uh, I, I, I'm uh, working on getting Jen, Dar- Jen Darlock from Wilson into the uh, into my all area team. Uh, she is the, the top player for Wilson has been for the last couple of years. Uh, she can really hit. And uh she played
0: basketball, didn't she? She did, yeah, yes, for, for, the for name Brian was Baker. Familiar.
2: Yeah, Jen Darlock and she played she played soccer as well. She's a great defender on uh, both soccer and and basketball. Shut down defender. Coach Brian Baker always has great things to say about her. And yeah, Tim uh,
0: Linder talked about her on like an all hustle team if they had for basketball and yeah. all that. She uh She's got a high motor for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh so she and she made the switch uh out from behind the plate to shortstop this year. I mean that's range. She she's been playing catcher for them for a while. She can play short, uh third base. I mean she can uh, uh she can do it all.
0: Those are the keys. You know if you took catchers, pitchers and shortstops only, you'd have 95% of all the uh yeah. top players in right. Western New York. Absolutely. Every once in a while you get like a first baseman or an outfielder that can really hit that they uh, uh they're not catchers and they're not agile enough to play shortstop, but they can hit a ton. But for the most part, it's pitcher, catcher, shortstop.
2: Yeah, I want to mention a couple of girls from North Tonawanda as well. Uh, Aaron Samarco and Savannah Hainer uh, were a couple of top players from North Tonawanda.
1: All right, guys. Well, that part's pretty much wraps it up. You guys threw out a lot of names today. Yeah. Well, it's tough. Like I, I sure said, is.
0: after Emily Nicosia and Carson Cotton and uh, one or two of the girls maybe from uh, Will East, believe me, I was up from when I got home from the game last night till almost 3 in the morning, changing... You know
1: this, that it's tough. I'm sure you guys could leave here today and an hour later come up with a completely different uh, team because there's so many good players. But uh, wish I could give it to everybody.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but great job. Girls'
0: uh, basketball the most productive as far as producing players that go on to D1 in any sport, boys or girls in uh, Section Six.
1: Outstanding. All right, Derek Kramer, thank you. Uh, Derek Wengler and Roger weiss thank you. Frank wolf we'll see you next week, and we'll catch all of you next week with more Inside High School